This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome along to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? I'm Ed Hawkins, pro cricket picker, joined as ever by former odds compiler and now pro cricket picker himself, John Wright. How are you doing, John? Yeah, not too bad, Ed. Thank yourself. Yeah, I'm good. Well, we've been looking forward to this edition of the Bet Rivers How's That Cricket Show for absolutely ages, John, yeah. haven't we? Because it's the Major League Cricket Tournament Preview. This is where your MLC betting hub is going to be. This is where you find it on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? Talk us through the Major League Cricket Tournament, John. Just sum it up for for the pickers and um, what they can expect. It's a pretty short tournament, six teams. um, Should be exciting stuff. Yes, um, and 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 to be fair, the quality the quality in the in the in the overseas selections are quite are quite good. You know, there's good Australians, good South Africans, a couple of Pakistanis that are playing that, that wouldn't be allowed to play in the IPL. So the stand the stand of the sides look look pretty good. The format looks pretty good because but each franchise can only play five overseas players players in one in any one fixture. So I think this will be brilliant for the the American players. To bring them along and and establish the game in 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 America, so I'm really excited about that. I saw an interview with Kyron Pollard uh, last night, and he that's exactly what he said. It's about spreading the word of cricket, and um, I imagine a lot of these guys are being well paid to go over there. But I think the bigger picture is that off the back of the fact that Florida is going to host a World Cup game in 2024 between Pakistan and uh, India, and 2021. This is a this is a relaunch of something big, and I. And although there's only six teams this year, Ed, in the first year, I can see this growing. I can see there being more teams, and um, yeah, I think I think the players it'll be a, a, a big part of the, of the players. Uh, a lot of these players' white ball profiles. I think I think America, you know, the, the weather's good, uh, and it's um, you know, a lot of these guys will will probably opt out of county cricket, won't they, Ed, and chance their arm over there. Exactly, they will. They'll uh, major league cricket a bit of a battle with um, the ECB. That's it. English domestic board for for talent. Of course, it's English summer at the moment. So on this edition of the Bet Rivers Cricket Show, how's that? We're going to look at the futures market for you. The Bet Rivers money line, who wins the MLC 2023? As we said, six teams. So it's a six-team league. Each team plays uh, all the other teams once, and then it's the top four through to a simple semi-final final situation um we'll give you some possible 11s as well for these teams um you know the domestic uh quota is very interesting shall we say there are some um interesting players who are considered to be homegrown let's put it that way uh, and that's where the value is by the way uh we think we've got it we think we've got this tournament sussed um and also we're going to give you the best picks at the end of the show on that futures market um, so I think probably the best place to start, John, is if we just list out those uh, futures 
money line for you for MLC 2023 with Bet Rivers. Um, MI New York, that's the Mumbai Indians franchise, plus 300 favourites. Not surprised to see them favourites. We'll talk about them in more depth in a bit. LA Knight Riders, next best. That's the Kolkata Knight Riders franchise. All the threes, plus 333. Texas Super Kings, you'll recognise uh, the moniker Chennai Super Kings, of course, plus 350. All these teams are owned by the same uh, IPL franchises. Seattle Orcas are not there, plus 500. San Francisco Unicorns, probably the best name you'll ever come up with in franchise cricket, also the same price. And then Washington Freedom, also the same price. The market has made a view uh, on who could be the also-rans in this tournament. Uh, John, any quick views on how on earth you go about pricing up a inaugural league such as this? I know they, they weren't doing well, inaugural leagues back in your day when you were um, no, no, drafting no. prices, but it must be really tricky, mustn't it? For, for It is tricky, but I suppose the one correlation we can probably look at is that the, the, the South African um, inaugural tournament started last year, didn't it? And it was very, very similar. They had Indian teams, a lot of teams with Indian money, like Mumbai and and um, and uh, the Knight Riders at French. And so there is a bit of a correlation there. And I can understand probably why they've made Mumbai favourites because, you know, a big a big established um, Indian franchise. I mean, Mumbai Indians have won, have won IPL more times than any other team. Um, so I can understand why they are slight favourites. Um, it's very, very interesting, the makeup of the sides, because you seem to have pockets of... of players of the same nation at the, at, the, at the particular franchises, which I find very, very interesting. There's a hell of a lot of South Africans. I mean, South African cricketers are very, very mercenary, aren't they? Uh, Ed, they seem to sort of like to play in a lot of these sort of uh, franchises uh, throughout the world. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that MI are favourites, uh, uh, MI New York, but I, I couldn't I couldn't back them. Similar to when, when they were favourites for the South African tournament, on paper, they had a good side, but but they they didn't win it in the end, and they they, they struggled. So I, I I look at their side, and and I can see why they're favourites, um, but I think there's a there's a few gaps there, and I, I'd definitely be wanting to take them on. I don't think there's much. To be honest with you, Ed, the six sides you could make a case for all six of them really. So um, it's very interesting to weigh up, and I think your the point you made, it's going to be the so called. Um, Americans in inverted commas because there's some players here I didn't even think were American like Liam Plunkett and Corey Anderson the two that stand out like a sore thumb I never thought they were actually American and that's you're talking about Liam Plunkett who won a World Cup with England in 2019 and Corey Anderson was playing for West Indies you know top class cricket up until what a year or two, year, two years ago so I think that's a massive advantage for that particular um for that, for that particular franchise, so it's it's going to be interesting to see, and it's uh it's probably going to be as you say the sides that have the better non overseas players, and the way the balance of the side works that will probably come out more successful. If that makes sense. It does make sense. Should we have a look at some of these teams for you? We'll probably start yeah. with Mumbai. Actually, the favourites plus three hundred yes. on the Bet Rivers. Um, Money line for you. Um, the MI franchise has been disappointing to say the least. Um, I think they were bottom in the league of the um, SAT 20 with only three wins. Um, Rashid Khan was involved in that and he's involved again. Dewald Brevis, another one. Uh, ILT 20, they struggled for a bit um, and they didn't um, They didn't make the, the final. They uh, finished third, which is obviously an improvement on the SAT. 
T20, but um, they're not quite uh, pulling up the trees they're expected to. So um, uh, let's have a look at these um, teams for you. Five domestic players and six foreign players, so to speak. Um, possible 11 for Mumbai. Uh, Stephen Taylor, who's the USA T20 top batter, is a really good pickup, uh, one of the uh, most sought after, opening the batting with Dewald Brevis. Nicky Puran at number three. Pollard in there. Tim David, the, the hard-hitting um, uh, finisher, I suppose. Uh, Rashid Khan, Hamad Rabada, uh, Kajisa Rabada, that is. Uh, Philip Essan and Kenjigi. They've had to load up with domestic bowling talent. Um, Mumbai uh, to make room for some of those um, some of those foreign players with, who are hitting so well and because they've gone for Stephen Taylor with the bat from the USA um, I don't like Rashid in there at number six they seem to be a batter short to me I don't like the fact yeah. they've got to I mean they've got Trent Bolt in this squad could you say Rabada I've mentioned um, yeah those two won't be able to play in the same time no. in the same team. Nor Jason Berendorf is also in this squad. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's great squad building. I don't know if you disagree, John. No, I totally agree. I think they're missing a batter, aren't they? I mean, as you said, probably the middle order there of Kyron Pollard, Tim David, you know, you're talking and, and David Visa as well. So you're looking, you're looking at guys that can hit a long ball. I mean, Rashid Khan, although his batting's improved considerably, and he's good for a quick twenty or twenty-five. You know, he's too. He's, if you're thinking of him batting six in that franchise, it's a little bit too high. I agree with you, Stephen Davis. He's one of the uh, Stephen Dave, uh, Stephen Taylor is one of the best um, US players. But again, I think you're relying heavily on Brevis. I mean, Brevis is a great talent coming forward, but he didn't play a lot of IPL cricket. We hardly played any IPL cricket for the Mumbai Indians in in the IPL this year. You know, I think he's probably one for the future. And I think to put him, I'm looking at that batting Ed, and for me. There's a lot of reliance on him because if you actually look at the batters, there's a lot of there's a lot of engine room, what I call engine room batters that could probably hurry it along a little bit, like your Davids, like your Beasts, like your Pollards. But if there's someone to play an innings at the top of the order, you're probably relying on someone like Brevis or Nicky Peran. And Nicky Peran, he, he can, you know, he's very hot and cold, isn't he, Ed? Yeah. Yeah, I think we can probably agree that we're going to give uh, M MI a swerve, considering their short-priced favourites for this one. Second in the... Future's money line is LA Knight Riders, possible 11 for you. Recognise um, the front three here. It's a potentially powerful front three. Jason Roy, Martin Guptill, Riley Rousseau. Umak Chund, the former India Under-19 uh, World Cup winner who um, jetted off for the US a long time ago now. Uh, Kumar, uh, Russell, that's Andre Russell, Sun on Marine, Lockie Ferguson, Ali Khan, who's a USA player, you'll remember him from the Caribbean Premier League. Um, Kone Dry, a South African, who uh, makes it as a USA uh, player. And Adam Zampa, the Australian spinner, well-balanced squad. Russell looks absolutely key here with bat and ball. He could reprise uh, finishing and death bowling. Um, but all the threes, uh, they look a bit short, really, for me. Uh, John, what's what's your view? I agree. I agree. I mean, Martin Guptill is probably yesterday's man, isn't he? In, in white ball cricket, it was great probably five or ten years ago. But you know, he would never, he wouldn't get in, a, he wouldn't get in an IPL franchise. Uh, Jason Roy, yeah, I mean, a lot's going to rely upon him and Riley Rousseau at the top of the order. I agree with you. I think Andre Russell, bizarrely, because in the IPL for the for the 
uh, for KKR, he'd be more um, he'd be more suited to his batting than his bowling. But in this particular franchise, I'm looking at the scene bowling. I mean, bearing in mind Lockie Ferguson didn't get a game for KKR in the IPL. He was benched the whole game. I don't think he played one game in a very, very poor franchise. So, again, I look at the scene, scene department there. I mean, Adam, Adam Zampa's a great uh, a white ball uh, leg spinner. Uh, I think him and him and Sonny Narayan, I've got the scene, uh, the spin bowling summed up there. They'd be the two of the better better spin bowlers in, in the tournament, along with uh, Rashid Khan, I'd imagine. But I'd be worried about the scene bowling, Ed. I mean, Lockie Ferguson seems to bowl very, very quick, but he seems to go to the boundary very, very quick as well. And he, he as I say, KKR didn't use him. So, for me, question mark about the scene bowling and probably top of the order as well. You know, they've probably yeah. got, as you say, yeah, sorry, Cliff. It's, 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 it's strange, really. They don't have any um, overseas bowling stocks, really, apart from closing oh, no. the pace department. And then they've yes. got Umuk Chand and then uh, Natish Kumar, who's a Canada veteran, in that yeah. kind of engine room in the middle order. Um, yeah. And you can just go see them going fast um, from the start, potentially, then having a bit of a slowdown with those two getting together because they don't have teeth great T20 records. Chand in particular is not a T20 player. Uh, and then yeah. Russell's going to have to come in and do some damage at the death. So, and as you said, the pace bowling doesn't look right. So I think um, that's an X by their name at those, uh, all the threes. I think price, what you said, what, what you said, Ed, what you said, Ed, and you said this on previous occasions about KKR franchises, they're a good in-running team to be with or against, aren't they? Because as you say, they're probably... I reckon in a few of their fixtures, they'll be behind the eight ball and they'll probably win a game where they shouldn't do due to that, you know, that sort of like hurry up um, Andre Russell factor. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I think I think they're not going to contain teams, but they're probably going to, they're probably, they'll probably win a chase when they probably shouldn't. If if, if people like Riley Russell, Jason Roy and Andre Russell come off, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think LA Knight Riders are one of those teams who are going to be, if they're batting first on... Um, the the Texas pitch, pitch and the Morrisville pitch. This tournament is played at two venues only. We can't believe that they're going to be producing dour, slow pitches. It's going to be full of runs, surely. The American audience has to be seeing fours and sixes all over the place. So we're expecting massive runs in this tournament. The team batting first is often going to be very, very short at your half-time break um, when the inning switches over. That's just a a little pointer for you, but LA Knight Riders is one of those teams who would well be excellent in the chase. They're all the threes with Bet Rivers, but uh, they're not a pick for us on the outright um, by the sound of it. Um, best picks are coming up at the end of the show. I'm going to do some housekeeping in a second when we uh, complete this third team out of six, and it's Texas Super Kings at plus 350 on the futures money line with Bet Rivers. Let's give you a possible. Um, 11 for Texas. They're going to be in action very, very shortly. So all these prices are subject to change as the tournament gets underway. Uh, this is a guide that you can keep coming back to, hopefully. Um, we're going to give you some value. A possible 11. Uh, Super Kings, as you'd expect. We've got some Chennai Super Kings here. Uh, Duplessis and Devon Conway uh, waving the yellow flag. Uh, Melantha, Lahira Melantha, former India player, uh, Cody Chetty, former South Africa player, both those two considered to be homegrown. Uh, David Millen, the South African, is overseas. Daniel Sams, Mitchell Santner, uh, Dwayne Bravo is in there for you. Milind Kumar, USA right arm pacer, definitely gets a game. 
Uh, Rusty Theron, a USA player consider, uh, considered homegrown, but he's South African really. And then Gerald Kutzer uh, is South African. That's their possible 11 for you. Um, uh, what do you make of them? Well, obviously, you can't you can't fail to not like the two openers because the two openers are a serial IPL. You know, they both win superb form in the recent IPL. Faf got a hell of a lot of runs for RCB. Devon Conway got runs for for for, for Super Kings. So I'm not worried about the openers, and I think they probably will get off the fast starts. Uh, David Miller, you know, coming in at probably five or six. You know, he's probably one of the best finishers in 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 T20 cricket in the world. So. The, that that side of it, I'm not too worried about. Mitchell Santer, Santner, I think he's a very, very undervalued uh, bowler in white ball cricket. Probably didn't bowl enough for the Super Kings in the IPL. To be honest with you, they they tend to go they tend to go with um, Jadeja and the, and the, the Sri Lankan guy. But um, yeah, I like Mitchell Santer. Daniel Sams, I've always thought he's a very, very underrated cricketer, especially in T20 cricket. Not too sure about Dwayne Bravo. I think he's probably yesterday's man. And again, with this particular side, you're looking at the seam bowling, Ed. You, okay, Daniel Sams and Gerald Kutsi, I do like, you know, a good South, except, well, South African bowler. I do like him, but there doesn't appear to be much else. So that would be my worry again, probably the seam bowling department. Um, but I said, top of the order, I think that opening partnership of, of Devon Conway and Faf Duplessis, I, don't, I think that's... That's as good as it gets, isn't it, in, in uh, T20 cricket? Yeah, I mean, there could be another team who, who who start off at a fast pace and then lose the lose their way with that domestic middle order engine room. Yep. We've just spoken yep. about that, haven't we? And then um, someone having to come in, LA Knight Riders it was, wasn't it? Russell having to come in and sort things out. And Miller may have to be doing something similar with Melantha and Chetty there in, in the middle order. Um, okay, Texas Super Kings, um, not really up floating our boat. I don't seem to be particularly well balanced. We'll finish off the final three teams in this Major League Cricket preview for you on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? Do give us a follow at because we went on Twitter so you can win across all sports, not just cricket. Uh, give John Wright a follow on Twitter at John Wright15 and myself at Cricket Betting. And do give us some love on the podcast provider of your choice. Let's give you a quick uh, recap on those MLC 2023 futures prices with Bet Rivers, MI New York plus 300, Knight Riders, all the threes, Texas Super Kings plus 350. We've done those teams. We don't think there's a winner in the first three in the betting. The final three are all the same price. They're all plus 500. Let's start with Washington Freedom, John. Um, I'll give you a possible 11 for you. Um, we'll talk about San Francisco Unicorns as well, plus 500, and Seattle Orcas, plus 500. Washington Freedom for you. Uh, Josh Philippe opening the batting Australian, uh, who has been terrific in the Big Bash. And there's Andres Goose, who's probably number two on the USA batting lists over the last uh, three or four years in T20 cricket. It's a good pickup for them. And then Glenn Phillips, uh, number three, saw some some suggestion that he was being listed as a domestic player, but I can't believe that's right. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, uh, Gowda uh, batting at number four. Enriquez, the Australian. Marco Janssen, the South African all-rounder. Wanindu Hasaranga, the Sri Lankan spin bowler. Dane Pete, the South African, is a domestic player. You remember him, a decent spin bowler. 
in South African cricket. Uh, Justin Dill, a bowling uh, all-rounder from Western Province, considered a homegrown player. Uh, Anrik Nokia, we've got into this team, um, but they do have some decent pace options um, to call on. Ben Dwarshus is another one who could get into this team, but we think uh, Nokia is going to be uh, the pick from, from the get-go. Adam Milne is also in this squad. And then spinner Akhilesh Bodegum, a domestic player, uh, a rare USA-born player, is stepping up from the minor league. Uh, they're, they're okay, these these guys, considering we've just dissed some of the other teams at much shorter prices. There seems to be some decent balance. I can understand what they're trying to do with this squad. What do you think, John? I agree. I, I agree. I, I like this side better than the, the three previous we've previewed, actually. I think there's more balance in this side. Probably a, a little bit light at the top. I mean, Moses Enriquez is a, he's a great um, a T20 player, you know, captain for the Sixers, who were all, you know, very consistent side in the big bash. Glenn Phillips, again, um, amazing that he didn't get enough game time for the Sunrisers. He only got it at the end of the season when, when the season was all over, didn't they? When they decided to ditch Harry Brook and bring him into the side. I mean, he's a very, very good side. He always seems to be... Glenn Phillips always seems to play in sort of like sides that are sort of like like with Welsh fire in the 100. He always seems to play in teams that are, are probably the worst in it. But he's, he's actually a fantastic player. So... I like Glenn Phillips. Probably going to be batting a little bit too high in here. But the, the difference between this side and the, the three previously, this, this has got very, very good seam attack, hasn't it? I mean, you look, as you said there, Henri Nokia, Adam Milne, Ben Dorsius. I mean, they're, they are three really good seamers. And if, if you throw in Hasaranga uh, and and Dane Pete as well, he's a, he's a very good spin ex-South African bowler. So their bowling attack looks very, very good. I really do like their bowling attack. It's probably... As good as anyone in it, so um, yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be putting a line through the the Washington Freedom. I think I think they've got chances. I don't know whether it'd be my pick, but uh, out of the four teams we've quite so far, I do like their balance in their side. Who's going to be John's pick for this tournament? Find out at the end of the show. Now let's move on to Seattle Orcas, also plus five hundred with Bet Rivers. Let's give you a possible um, eleven for you, Quinton de Kock and. Uh, Nalman Ali opening the batting. Nalman Ali, a, a Pakistan international, considered a homegrown player. Um, goodness knows how they've got got these uh, <laughs> uh, rules through, but he did actually play T Twenty uh, internationals, just the one for Pakistan. So you know he's a serious player. Um, then we've got Aaron Jones at number three. Forgive me, I said Andres Goose was just behind Stephen Taylor on the run list for USA. It's actually uh, Aaron Jones, of course it is. Uh, batting at number three. Then here we go. We're getting some power here. John Heinrich Klaassen, the South African Sikanda Raza, is there. Um, that's a fantastic middle order. Shahanja Saria, a minor leaguer in the USA, who has batted as high as number three, um, but uh, is going to probably have to bat in the middle order. But a potential issue there, which could be a slowdown. Um, another one, Angelo Pereira. He's a Sri Lankan with residency. Uh, probably best to keep those two apart, maybe. Um, they could uh, put Raza um, a place lower down to try and um, stop a significant slowdown. They don't have the T20 records, of course, of class and, and Raza. Then we've got Wayne Parnell, Harmeet Singh, who's a spinner once of Indian under-19s, Israel Hook Navid, Navid, the Afghan death bowler, and AJ Tai, death bowler expertise from the bash. Um What's your what's your thoughts, John, on the balance yeah, like, of this like team? 
Yeah, I, I like these a lot. I think um, I think I like obviously Quinton Tocot at the top of the order, brilliant. Uh, Henrik Carlsen, probably one of the most improved white ball uh, players in the world, I would say. I mean, he was unbelievable for the Sunrisers in the IPL in a very, very poor side. He was probably their best player, wasn't he, Ed? Mm. Um, Secunda Raza, again, a very, very underrated player. I like him. And the seam bowling, you know, they've got some really wily... I mean, Wayne Parnell, he's a real wily, um, experienced um he always seems to get picked up in franchises as, you know, a very good death bowler, left armour. You know, he's quite a shrewd, got quite a shrewd cricket brain. Andrew Tyre, again, will play, play everywhere in the world. You know, originally from the Perth Scorchers, you know, good, you know, medium pacer, very, very good bowler. Imad Kassin, I, I like as well. I mean, he, even though he was captain in, in the PSL, he, he, he excelled in that, in that particular um, tournament last year. So I, I actually quite like them. I think the balance of the side is quite good. Uh, probably going to be heavily reliant on Quincy at the top of the order, as you say, because he's going to be opening with a guy that's probably a lot, you know, a lot less experienced than him. That's that's my only worry that he'd have to sort of carry that opening partnership. So, um, but I do again. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put a line through Seattle at all. I think they'll be they'll be very competitive, especially with the bowling department. Uh, good stuff, Seattle. Orcas plus 500. Of course, they're called the Orcas. Why wouldn't they be? Uh, it seems to me the we're agreeing, John, that um, uh, as handicappers, we've we've got uh, the, the futures market the other way around completely yes. to bet rivers. Our, our front three would be their three rags. Um, so yes. there's an angle already for you. Let's move on to the San Francisco Unicorns. Uh, also plus 500. I suspect John and I are going to agree here. Um, but let's see. Possible 11 for you. Aaron Finch, Australia T20 World Cup winning captain. Opening the batting with Finn Allen, the Kiwi uh, destroyer who's just got an insane strike rate. Uh, Marcus Stoinis coming in at number three. Shadab Khan coming in at number four. Corey Anderson, a home player, coming at number five. Uh, Matthew Wade, uh, Australian T20 World Cup winning uh, wicketkeeper. Um, uh, Stoinis, of course, won the World Cup for uh, Australia. Um, previous to England winning it last time, of course. Liam Plunkett, 50-over uh, World Cup winner. Kami LaRue, who's a South African quick but is domestic. Uh, Case Ahmed, I've got in this uh, 11 just to provide some mystery spin. Then the incredible pickup is uh, Brody Couch, Formerly of Melbourne, Melbourne Stars, a really dangerous pace bowler, and Sanjay Krishnamurti completing the home picks. He's a spin bowler. I think this is the best team in it. I agree. I agree. I like it. I like it a lot. I think there's a lot of players with a lot to prove as well. You know, Aaron Aaron Finch. You know, he's he's, he's at that stage in his career where he's, you know, he's absolute white ball bully, but he's he's obviously retired now from um, ODI cricket Australia. I think this franchise suits him perfectly. Finn Allen is his quality at the top of the order. Stoinis and Wade. I mean, Wade, although he didn't play much for the um, for his franchise in, uh, in in the IPL, he's still a quality batter. So the, the batting is very, very good. And also the bowling, as you say, the fact that you can bring someone like Corey Anderson in this side and and um and as a as a as a, as a homegrown player and Liam Plunkett. I mean, Liam Plunkett just bowled his Bowled his four overs, wasn't he? Ed? I mean, that's all, he, and he can hit a quite a long ball as well. Yeah. So Harris Ralph as well. Keith Ahmed is, I, I think, again, a, a brilliant 
underrated white ball bowler. And Shadab Khan is one of my favourite. Shadab Khan is one of my favourite white ball cricketers. I just think he's brilliant. You know, wherever he plays in the world, he always contributes. Um, so I, 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 I like their side all the way down. The only thing I say is, well, they've still got they've still got to pick some homegrown in there. But I think the fact that Plunkett and Anderson takes away two of them, mm. um, it's going to make it a lot lot easier, isn't it? Yeah, Larue and Couch aren't homegrown players at all, but they've got around the rules somehow. I su- yeah. suspect their only problem is going to be keeping big big name players happy. Yes. Harris Ralph is available. Uh, yes. And isn't getting into this team at the moment. Lungi Nagidi, another one, isn't getting into this team at the moment. So that is their issue. Can they keep these players happy? Uh, potential that uh, Ralph could be involved in the Pakistan Test Series. That would take a bit of pressure off him as far as that's concerned. I don't think Shadab Khan is going to be involved in that uh, Test Series against Sri Lanka. So no fears there. Uh, we're going to give you our best picks now for the MLC 2023 on the Bet Rivers futures market. Um, John and I have come to the conclusions completely independently. We, we've not spoken before we've done this uh, podcast, have we, John? So um, we haven't got together and decided what we're going to say beforehand. Um, John, give us a futures outright pick for one of your picks and just another pick about what could happen in play or what could happen halfway through the tournament or a player to follow, something like that. Well, I think... I think- I think what you said there about the the, the 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 market being pretty much upside down. I mean, I I, I think I would go with I, I think for San Francisco and um, and Washington would be my my um, my two picks really uh, because I just think they're the value in in the market. So I'd, I'd they'd be my two selections to win the competition. But I think I think what you've got to look at in this is is things like I mean, Bet Rivers do like who. What team gets the highest opening partnership? And I think that's a key market you can play in there. I noticed that, you know, if you if you're you're picking a team that's got uh, like Seattle, for instance, where you've basically got Quinton de Kopp with a another, when you've got other sides that have got two sort of like pure T twenty experienced opening batters like Gupta and Roy, like Duplessis and Conway. Now that market is usually around about each or two, but I think what you look at, if you look at the, if anyone with, with, if they've got a homegrown player in opening the batting, you probably want to go with the other side. So I think that's the sort of trend of market that I'll be looking at. So, so, so teams like Texas and, and LA, their opening partnerships, I would tend to be, be backing them to beat the, the team that they're playing in which team will get the opening, the biggest opening partnership uh, uh, market. So that'd be my tip. And um, as I say, the bowling will be very, very interesting. I think, the small boundaries. I mean, they, these two grounds have got very, very small boundaries, so it's not beyond the realms that you know the there'll be the spin bowlers. It'll be about who contains the most, and um, and again, it's, it's a case of like the, the seam bowlers. They tend to go, they go to the boundary quite quickly. It's the faster you, the faster you bowl, the faster you go to the boundary. But it'd be interesting to see whether homegrown, you know, whether homegrown players when they're they're, they're faced the likes of Nokia, who are pretty quick how they cope. So I think there's going to be a lot of watching watching briefs before we sort of commit ourselves in the later programmes, Ed. Yeah, uh, and that's a good point to make, John. The later programmes, it is all about the later programmes. This is going to be MLC 2023 betting hub uh, on the Better Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? So keep coming back to us for these uh, matches and picks 
and how this tournament is going. My two picks, for what it's worth, it's no surprise, it's Unicorns to win it at plus 500. And as John intimated there, big runs in this tournament. So that means we're going to see some big scores chased down, I think. So don't be surprised to be getting with uh, big prices in play at the innings break. That's the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Preview of the Major League Cricket inaugural tournament. We're excited. It's going to be impressive stuff, we think, and there's going to be lots of value and picks to be had throughout the tournament. So come back to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? And we'll see you next time.